Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Jill Lowry, and I'm so happy that you have joined me for Real Life, Real People Radio. This morning, we're going to continue our series about sharing more. How do we share with people? How do we share our faith? And why do we share our faith? And who is Jesus to us? And so as we are talking about our stories, I thought I would bring in a very special guest, a friend that I've met a couple of years ago who's moved to this community and ready to share her faith. In fact, she's waiting on the Lord for Him to show her what He wants her to do. You know, we all have a purpose. We all have something that God has put on our heart. It may take time for us to know what that purpose is. But if we trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding, He will show us the way. So I can't wait to interview my friend Lynn. But before I have her talk to us, I would like to invite you, everyone listening, to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, take a hold of Jesus. He will bring the Bible to life for you. I'll open us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for giving us hope, Lord. Thank you for showing us that our faith will grow if we put our trust and faith in you. And so, Lord, we know that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. And we know that you will never fail. So I thank you for this promise and all the promises that you give us in your word. So help us to cling to you and cling to those promises each and every day. And thank you for Lynn, who's coming here today to share her heart about what you have done in her life and why you moved her here. So thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, good morning, Lynn. I'm so glad you're here. My friend Lynn Holland. And how are you today? I'm great. It's such a pleasure to be here. And you know, I want to thank you so much for your ministry and, and how you serve the Lord. Well, it's thank so you. beautiful. And I'm somewhat honored to be here. I, I look at the people you've interviewed and the people who have been a part of your ministry. They've just done such incredible things. And uh, I would say this is my first public standing with the Lord, and I hope to serve Him really well today. I hope that everything that we share or discuss in the next 30 minutes will touch someone's heart, lift someone up, encourage them, uh, help them see things in a unique way. I know that the Lord is so good. Yes. Well, thank you, Lynn. And I also want to say that you are the first person to do an interview in our new (laughs) podcast room here at the church. And God is so awesome. He has given us this space, and we have many people that have made this happen. And I just am excited because you get to be the first person (laughs) to interview. So God does have something special for you. So let's just start with the beginning. You are a Christian. You're very strong in your faith. You're on fire for the Lord. (laughs) But there was a time maybe that you weren't. So let's go back to before you were a Christian. Tell us a little bit about that, where you're from, and then we're going to obviously go through your faith journey and exciting what brought you here. What's interesting is, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is that when we're young, 
we sense that God has a voice in our life and, and is guiding us. And what's interesting is my family was not of faith. They, I think, you know, they were had some Lutheran behind them or whatever. And that, not, it's not good or bad. Or I'm just saying that they weren't in, really uh, born again yet. Right. And so uh, I was young and and trying to find my way, like all kids do. And, and I had a bit of a you know a bumpy childhood, as a lot of people do. I was blessed with amazing parents, but still, you know, they they're trying to figure things out. And uh, I, you know, my brother was sick a lot growing up, so that was confusing for me. So I had a lot of confusing messages, but mm -hmm. still, that voice was always there. And uh, I would always want to spend the night at my girlfriend's houses and go to their church. Right. It was so much fun. I'd be, you know, five, six, seven years old and around that age range. And I would want to get a pretty dress on and go to their church. And I ended up in a lot of different churches with a lot of different messages and got really confused. And I basically said, well, I, I think there's a God, but I don't know. And so I started through the divorce of my parents, which was a very hard time for me, I started falling back uh, into, um, you know, trying to find happiness in all the wrong places. And God sent an individual to me that brought me the gospel. Wow. And I was uh, 15 years old, mm -hmm. and I had never heard it before in my life. I never heard about, you know, John in the whole chapter third chapter of John, where God says, you know, you have to be born again. I didn't even know what that was. And I took a leap of faith when I was in my teens, and I um, accepted him, and my life changed instantly. Uh, my parents still were not of faith yet. Neither was my brother. In fact, it was a lot of resistance, you know, wondering what happened to me, and, you know, it's a phase. She'll get over it. And I, over two years of prayer, every single one of my family members came to the Lord uh, throughout you know, a certain time period uh, after I praying for two years, my brother first accepted the Lord and the born again, he was born again, and then my father and then my mother down the line. And so they, they all came to the Lord. Then what happened to me was uh, I had the word, I, I, I was even bringing, a, you know, bearing fruit in my life. And I just loved sharing him and, and having him in my life so much. But then what's interesting is I, I, it happens so subtly where you, you fall away. You, you know, you don't, you not fall away from the truth. You just don't realize that you floated off from shore. Mm -hmm. It's like you go out for a swim and you're on your back and you look back and you didn't realize how far you got. Because the world is so all consuming mm -hmm. if you're not grounded. And so being in a coma, I call it for probably a good 20 years, um, God woke me up and brought me back this time to stay for good. Well, before you get into that, um, what you have said is so powerful. If anyone's listening, um, you're basically saying you were not raised in the church, but when you had friends that would go, you would go along with them and you felt love you felt acceptance, you felt excitement and joy and peace, all those things maybe that were missing and you didn't know, and emptiness. Because I have a very similar story, because a friend invited me to church in my teens, and I just, there was something, I'm like, I need this in my life. I'm not yes. sure why, but every time I would go, it would just be invigorating and just, I felt alive. 
But it wasn't until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior that your life changed. And, and I was fascinated uh-huh. when I would see families go together. Yes. You know, that was so intriguing to me. Because you had my family, that. they mm-hmm. didn't do that. They weren't, you know, my parents are lovely, amazing people. Right. Uh, and my, you know, I'll get, as we just go further, as we got to Texas, my mom and I were you know, so strong in the Lord together, you know? So once you get the truth, the truth sets you free. Amen. And when you have the, when you really have the word. And so while I had it, even when I had wandered or, you know, you, you uh, get engulfed into life and you, you know, God by his grace. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thank him so much. Cause I wasn't even in a, you know, a low place in my life per se, but he started bringing me back mm-hmm. and it's been seven years now. And this time, the, it's it's a whole. It, while I was still saved, it's a whole new right uh, frontier together. But, exactly, because <laughs> you can know Jesus, but it isn't until you really get to know Him and have a relationship and spend time with Him and encourage other people and yes. spend time in the Word. I know that you have really studied the Word the yeah. last seven years. Would you say well, that's helped you grow closer to? Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, and and basically, and while I had Jesus throughout, Mm -hmm. in my 20s, you know, I was the victim of an armed robbery, like I I think I've told you about, where I literally just leaned right on him in in an instant. So he wasn't gone. He was just back burner. Right. Other things were more important. Right. Or other people. Right. And so this time around, I analyzed, I looked at what, what was I, what did I do? What was I not doing? that didn't fortify that foundation stronger so I, you know, wouldn't have floated off, so to speak, and gone to sleep. Well, what got you um, out the of the word? Co- it's the word. It's engulfing the word, uh, seeking him with all your heart, mind, and soul. Mm-hmm. It's laying it all down. And also what helped me was to s- start to see him the way he really is. You know, he wants to make a people unto himself, right? But he's not a... He's not how a lot of, I want to say religiosity makes him out to be. He's so much more magnificent. He's mm-hmm. so complex. He's so right here. He's so capable of being right here. And to add to that, you know, my technology background helped me see the, you know, the coding structure of how he has created everything. And then I started seeing how magnificent creation is. And he he's nothing short of phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you can see him in that light, then your your faith builds mm-hmm. because and then you, it's like if you have a counterfeit and you've been giving this counterfeit your whole life, but when you get the real cook the real baked good mm-hmm. of real quality ingredients, then you don't want the counterfeit anymore. Amen. You know, and and you just then you can really go through. Key thing is sanctification. You. Going through that sanctification process, letting the world go, you know, we we are to become a new creation in the Lord, a new creation in Christ, and we all things old are are shed away, yes. you know. So I truly believe my journey back was a lot of that, mm-hmm. and a lot of things He showed me, which I feel so grateful. For. So you gave up some things in your life that you held as important, some of the worldly things. Yes. Or you just said, you know, it's not bad to have these things, but I don't need to put focus on that. Now, I know that you used to live in California, and you enjoyed your time there. It's beautiful and all that, but I want to talk about kind of that 
time in your life when you really felt a call to move. It was so powerful mm-hmm. and so strong yes. that you left everything and moved here to Texas. Tell us about that, because I think that was a, a huge wake-up call for you. And now yes. you kind of see why God's brought you here. Yeah, he's, you know, and I hope that listeners this will encourage you, uh, is that God is the three omnis. Mm-hmm. He's all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere at the same time. And when you can understand that, you, you know, we don't quite know sometimes or we're having a challenge in our life and we don't know yet what he's doing i can trust you he is right there and and we are the ones not hearing him because he's talking all the time he's communicating all the time and he's really working by his grace he's so graceful to get us through the challenge and so while i had some challenges at the time uh like i said he started waking me up in a quite supernatural ways. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a supernatural God. I truly believe that we can't have the natural realm without the supernatural realm. And I think when we walk in flesh, and that helps too, when we, uh, when you're, we're challenged, you know, we get caught up in the, in the thinking in the daily lives, we, or our daily routines, we forget that we have an all powerful supernatural God who is helping as every second yes. of every day. Isn't it so, amazing? So, so amazing. amazing. So then in, in around, I want to say, 2017, he started doing a series of miracles. Uh, and then uh, I wanted instantly to go to Jerusalem in Israel. I'm like, why haven't I gone there? I've traveled all over the world, but I haven't gone there. So I yes. made it a point to go there. And uh-huh. I, of course, that trip was amazing. I went on my own and God opened up all these miracle doors. Op- and I it's shocking so wonderful tell us one miracle okay so i have a, a special friend who was i was calling all the time uh and he's like you got to get to galilee you have to make time to get to galilee and mm-hmm. i was staying first the you know first miracle is he had me staying in old city jerusalem a friend made a phone call and i'm staying in this place that's like a five minute walk from the holy sepulcher i i was i just i had so much chills every day just unbelievable and then uh so he said you but you got to get to galilee so i thought well gosh how am i going to do that well i'm just going to go rent a car and do it (laughs) so i went and rented a car and you didn't need one in jerusalem you could walk around and things and i rented the car and i took off and i had to get back by a certain time so only had like two days and i drove there through you know jordan the valley Uh of jordan which is phenomenal and seeing, I love seeing that Jesus walked here. They, you know, the they went, they walked over these hills back mm-hmm. and forth from mm-hmm. Judea to, to Jerusalem. And so I drove, found an Airbnb uh, close by, uh, checked in, walked straight down to the dock. I mean, literally parked, checked in as fast as I could get down to the dock area and find me a boat. I wanted to go on that. See, a, a yeah. Jesus boat uh-huh. ride, you yeah. know. So I, I, uh, I grabbed. They had those those larger boat groups, and I took that. But I really wanted to have it a more intimate, you know, ride of mm-hmm. the, the real authentic, as I should say, yes. uh, experience. And so when I got off the boat, there was a gentleman sitting on this rock ledge, and I walk up, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. He's like, and I said, do you know where I can uh, find, uh, you know, where you can get on an, an authentic boat experience and he said are you here by yourself 
And I said, yeah. And he's like, wow, you went, you travel by yourself? I go, sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he, I find out later that he owned the entire, his whole family generationally owned all of that and the Peter's Fish restaurant. So he hosted me there and I had the Peter's Fish restaurant dinner. Uh, it was incredible. And then by a miracle, he calls me and says, I have a group of people who have got a boat and they, they say, come along. So I, in the morning I woke up, went down there and I had a, even, I I wanted to even compensate and they wouldn't even accept my, my oh, money. So that was a little, that is a miracle. That's one of, of yes. many that occurred, these supernatural interventions, God guiding my steps. Well, how was the Sea of Galilee? They it say was, it was rough sometimes. It, Did yeah, y'all have a, it was, it was stunning. I think right when I got out there the first time, I just started weeping. Oh, you know, yeah. I just like the the overwhelming presence of the mm -hmm. Lord. You know, mm -hmm. I know he's he's everywhere, but he definitely has a special hand on his uh -huh. own land. You know, yeah. so could, I I was in awe. Could you just picture him talking to the disciples oh. on there and walking on the water, and you know, Peter coming out to him, and then you know, it's so losing there. faith. So I bet your faith was just um, oh, growing yeah. every. Yeah, every it was okay. since that moment. Yeah. I call it the shape. You know, when he started doing this phenomenal things in my life to wake me up, and it was this journey back. Yes, and even when I was there, I. I had read the word quite a bit when I was young, but it's not the same. It's a it's a surrendering mm -hmm. everything in. It says I understand the word much better now than I did even when I'm in my teenagers. But I I didn't have the Bible with me then, embarrassingly. And when I got back, it was about June first. I have not stopped reading since. Okay, and he's shown me facets of of the word and what he's taught me is he has created an entire. Well, it's, it has to be God. It's supernatural. Mm -hmm. It's a supernatural pattern through the whole Bible. Everything yes. has a fractal mirrored. It, when you, when you, it's why you, when you read a chapter, you could read it over and over again, and you like, why didn't I see that yes. first? Before? Isn't that amazing? I love how that happens. It is brilliant. It's, it's a living, breathing. Mm -hmm. It's him. It's really him. And he started showing me how it would be impossible for man to have written this book. I mean. It's impossible. Yes, he used men like he does today, but he there's no way because he's he that man could have written this. It's too mm -hmm. phenomenal. It's too, I, and I truly believe it's the thirty percent prop. It's it's seventy percent history, thirty percent prophetically mm -hmm. pro pro prophecy for us, so we can have a navigation tool. Right. So we know he's coming. We know he's got our back. He knows, you know, and we can see. The things that are happening in the world, uh, the right way. So then that—that's how I, you know, ended up uh, leaning on him more because yes. I started really digging into all of how all the scriptures connect. And then I, by his grace, I started to see him showing me things. Okay, time to—it's so that was the key when I got back. Uh, in 2018, he did, he does some other things in my life that shake me up, and or along the storyline, and he basically told me, "You're going to sell this house that I've lived in now for 16 years in beautiful California, beautiful Toluca Lake," and he said, "You're going to sell this house." And I even told my friend Rusty, who went back with me to Israel the second time, just before 2020, he said, "I, I said I'm going to God told me to sell this house." <laughs> And and move. And he said that that seemed like a good thing. 
Mm-hmm. And I started painting the walls thinking, well, I'll just start getting it ready. You know, yeah. I'll start in this room. But I realized so it was a special neighborhood. It was a very high desired neighborhood that was very hard to get into. So I thought, oh, but it won't, if I move, I'll never get back in this neighborhood again. And, and I had that looming. And that was around, you know, January, February 2020, where I was like, uh, well, you know, maybe I could rent it while I'm getting it ready for sale. I was dragging my feet. So I was going to say, you knew God had spoken to you, but you yeah. were you were not listening. Moving. You were not moving right. fast enough. You were right. just kind of, well, I'll do this. I'll do that. Why do you think you were not ready? Well, I was, you know, I think that's the thing is we... When he says move, move, when because right. he's gonna, he he's got it all figured out, and we just have to take each step. But I know this he he doesn't tell me too much ahead of time, right? You know, so and he's been training me with that. He's training me to trust him and, and wait on him and wait on him. But you know, I know some people say, "How do I know whether I need to go now or wait?" What would be your advice? Because you've done both. Right well, now, you're in a waiting period a little bit but, on what to do so next. Go and so f- for me to leave California was interesting because I, you know, my mom was my real estate agent. And I said, Mom, I had, I got a very, very clear message on July 4th between the July 4th, 2020 and July 6th, 2020. Okay. July 4th, especially, I knew that was it. God said, Time to go. No more paint walls. Yeah. You need to move it. Move it now. And he, he did some things. Yeah. And we, you know, for an, a but, later t- show. <laughs> but you did um, pray a lot I was during in, that time yeah. and a lot of prayer. Yeah. At that time, I was 24-7 with the Lord. I was full. I'm, and even now, I mean, mm-hmm. there was a shift. When I got back from Israel. The second time? The first time. Okay. It started on June 1st. It was Word every day. So I've been in the Word every single day. I actually feel a, a bit out of it, or that's not the right word. Um, I feel incomplete that day if I haven't had the time in the Word. Yes. I, I haven't, uh, I got to get to the Word. Feeling, I know. Isn't know? that true? Yeah. yeah same here. When, when you're in this kind of, in the, we, I, not to get off track, and I, to your listeners today, I have a tendency go down you have lots to say so i have to um you're doing great i mean you just have so much to say and Uh, do but thank you i just want to say that when he really pushed me it was crystal clear and i had said uh time to go time to move i'm in once that trajectory started it happened very quickly i thought i was going to still be living in california uh but soon after the house sold uh, he, it would, he told, basically put on my heart how he does, you know, he says, you're not going to be living in California. And I did not know where I would go. Uh, I didn't know I'd be living in Texas. I'd never even really been to Texas. I had been through the airports, but I've never actually visited Texas. And I was just being drawn here. And I, it was fascinating. Uh, I know he, I wanted to go where, he was leading me, but also where there was like-minded people that love him. Mm-hmm. You know, I was drawn to that. And I, but I didn't even know about Mount Vernon. I didn't understand, you know, the, the whole lay of Texas. So I, by faith, just was sent to a place to look at. And then I flew up two times and God led me to the place I'm at now. Uh, I've, we've called it Living Waters 
Ranch. Mm-hmm. There are other Living Waters Ranch, but this is the Living Waters Ranch here. And he literally led me to this place with multiple mm-hmm. signs, multiple. I said, this, do you want me to have this? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yeah. I mean, it was just so clear to me. And then it happened inside of three or to four months. I was found it, moved. My mom found a place. We both moved within that time frame. So from July, I started looking, July 2021, after 2020, moving out, selling the home, 2021, uh, July, August, September, we were in escrow, I was in escrow, <laughs> and then I was moving just like that. We're here, arrived, and then I meet you. I, I'm introduced to you inside of 30 days, still in boxes. In yes, a way. And I remember I, that. I remember someone called me a friend, a mutual friend, and said, you've got to meet this woman, Lynn. She's so on fire for the Lord, and she's just moved here and wants to get involved. And you got involved immediately. You've uh, met some people, and you're attending the women's ministry heart to heart. You um, attend church here in this community. You are mentoring, and you're working with um, at-risk students and and you've just you've done a lot but i know you've told me there's more there's more that god's wanting to do and you're not sure exactly what it is you know it has to do with your burden for the youth yes so tell us about that well i i observe you know god's shown me a lot of really beautiful things because i i get great joy Probably undescribable joy when I when I watch someone have a relationship with God that they haven't had before. When they when that union happens, there's it's an undescribable joy. Uh, I I could do it over and over and over again if I can help God meet the person who's lost that lost mm-hmm. sheep. And one thing He's been showing me is how unique we are. Everybody has a unique fingerprint. Everyone has its own Wi-Fi signal. And that there's no two relationships with God that are duplicated. Right. So no one has to feel inferior. God has made each person unique mm-hmm. in their own unique way. Well, that knowing, understanding this, my, I have a technology background, so I understand code, how code is put together. You know, and I think about how Paul the Apostle was riding a camel, you know, and, and he's explaining things that are going to happen today because we are in interesting times and we have to prepare together. Uh, and I, I think that's one reason why he brought me here is to, um, to help fortify the walls here. I see a you know, I'm impressed by incredible faith, the dedication of the, the community to the Lord. Uh, it's just dedicated. It's disciplined. There's so much faith here. And so I think that is one purpose, is to come and fortify with and stand with all, with mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is to communicate some of these complex beautiful things that God showed me, like when Paul the Apostle is riding a camel, seeing the future, he doesn't know it, but the ones and zeros are all around him in the quantum realm, you know, like quantum physics realm. And those complex things, when I've helped, you know, the youth today, are that's all they know is their phones and technology. Right, so right. I've been able to share and bring some youth to the gospel because it doesn't. It doesn't have those religiosity overtones. They're just practical things because mm-hmm. our God is a very real, tangible person. You know, He's brilliant, and so my heart is for the youth. I'm watching them get consumed by the world, and they're they're chasing after the next bling. You know, of, of what the world they think has to offer. And since I believe God allowed me to go into that sleep, uh, the coma, yeah, yeah, so that I could com- contrast the two mm-hmm. of. The world has nothing to offer you people. It, it is, it's, we can enjoy God's 
be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah, as he there's says. a difference. Yeah. Yes. Be, and there are a lot of people that may not understand that. And you're not saying that there's not joy here. But if you don't have Jesus in your life, and if you're not connected to a body of believers and really inc- being encouraged and encourage others, it's just, it's, it's not. It's a dead world. It is. It is. And you've seen that. I've mm-hmm. seen that. And it wasn't until you grew your faith and got fired up and excited and wanted to help people. Really see him. Yes. Because uh, he's he's in everything and he's so magnificent the way he like little fun things he shows me it's like a banana you know you a banana he created it to be a holder you peel it and you right. hold the banana by the peel it's like he does these genius things that we just don't we take we for granted it. or we don't even think about i know yeah it's, it's just amazing or you know i'm i'm on a farm it's teaching me a lot yes oh, i know wow i'm like lord am, am i mar <laughs> i don't want to be martha here where i'm so busy that i'm not doing your work but mm-hmm. he has me you know really cleaning the coops out and learning how all that works but he drops a bunch of leaves in the fall for a reason yeah so that we can put them in our coops you know he's just a genius yeah so have you always been this deep in your thinking well i i i think so i think but now you've added the spiritual realm oh yeah and then you see his word come to life and then you you can see it in reality because he's outside of time you know people you know i help even youth understand you know i'll give you an example my goddaughter stepping back to the dead world she's having trouble with her faith and mm-hmm. she says you know my friend you know they're about 10 years old she's like she doesn't believe and i go well it's i don't it doesn't surprise me it's hard for a dead blind person to believe but that's why he came to give us life. Yes, because we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We've all, we're all sinners. We all need but, life. But through grace, through Jesus Christ, he saves us. Yes. And that's such a gift. And so that gift, that, see, and you have the same excitement when you see people find the real yes. truth, because he is the truth, the way, the life. There is no life without him. Yes, we're in this world, but for a short time. This short, yes. this life is so short. I just, you know, as you know, I just lost my mom, and her faith is so strong. And that is what's carrying me through the mourning process, yeah. is knowing that I will see her soon. Yes. She's in the glory of the Lord. And because the word is living in me, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's something I can stand on every day. And if any of the listeners could be blessed by my story, I just want you to know he is absolutely real. He is absolutely with you. Through these times, you know, we're gonna head in some interesting times. We just have to have patience, perseverance, and then ask him to train us to hear him. Because when we can hear him, that is when we all know we're in his guided steps. Yes. My goal here is to join the community, strengthen this body, to be every servant I can be, mm-hmm. and uh, again, share the gospel yeah. anywhere I can. Well, Lynn, you have been amazing. I- I've enjoyed everything you've shared with us from your faith journey to um, why someone would want a relationship with Jesus to your journeys um, to Israel and into the promised land and just um, the future, what you hope to do to help people know Jesus. So thank you for coming today. And I know (laughs) that you're going to continue on this journey and we may have to have you back after you see what God is doing in you and what He's wanting you to do for Him through the power of the Holy Spirit. Would you lead us in a closing prayer? We'd be honored. Thank you. 
Lord God Almighty, you're so magnificent. Your presence is an indescribable peace that is wondrous. You're our counselor. You're the rock on which we stand. I pray for all of our nation right now. We're headed to an interesting year. Uh, keep your veil continuing over this area and over our country. And I pray, Lord, that everything I've said today glorifies you. And I pray peace and safety over the families and wisdom and strength in your mighty church. In your holy, amazing name, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2024, all rights reserved. Jesus the center